Hey, hey, everybody. Merry Christmas. We have a full crew here with us today. I am your host, Tony Ann. With me, I have Dylan, Nick, Arian, and acting as the Greek chorus this week. We'll never know what he's going to say or when he's going to say it. We've got Michael the Maverick. Say hello, Because I ain't watching that bullshit. I watched it for one specific reason. I hate watching it. So, yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to rain on y'all parade. A terrible movie for Christmas. (laughs) Hey, we are here to review the Christmas Peacock special, A Very Salem Christmas. So, bang, bang. Before, <laughs> sir, before we get into the actual breakdown of the story, why don't we talk about a little bit of a debate that I happened to see on the internet that started a couple of days before the movie premiered. Uh, the movie was on Peacock Premium this time versus free like Beyond Salem. Did you guys think the movie should have been free or were you guys okay with it being premium only? Y'all don't want days to get no kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> the thing uh, is, though, with... Oh, go ahead. Um, go ahead, Ariel. I was going to say I get that debate because for us international fans, uh, we're not able to access it like you guys are. Uh, with it being on a pickup premium. I talked to others who lived in Canada. They were like, we're not able to access it with, even with VPN or stuff like that. Um, So I get it, like some want it to be free, but I also get the side that they should get coins coins for this. Like I'm on both sides of it, of this whole debate. I get both perspectives of it so like now that it it was on peacock premium i had to rely on others and i was like waiting for someone to upload it or like share share a link or something and i would rather watch it by myself um so yeah that is kind of kind of annoying but at the end of the day I think they should get coins for it. So having it on Peacock Premium made sense. And I'm betting that the Beyond Salem metrics probably factored into this decision because they have the numbers for Beyond Salem. They saw who watched it with a free account and who watched it with a premium account. I'm guessing that there were more people who got the premium account and watched Beyond Salem. So they decided to focus more on the premium content for the Christmas movie. That's what I figured they did. Because if it were me and I was an exec and I saw that more people paid to watch it than watched it for free, then I would just let them pay for it. If they were willing to, they might as well. I don't necessarily think people paid for it though. Because like I, excuse me, I don't really see people adding a streaming service specifically just to watch this. I think a that few people, people who actually already, did. I think people, I think the majority of people who have Peacock Premium already had it. Like whether you had it because you're True. a oh WWE fan or whatever. Like I, I think it's people who already had it, and I think that there's merit to pointing out that you did cut off a potential segment of your audience because it's a panorama and people are trying to be a little more 
conscious of what they're spending now. their coins. I just realized what she meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, people are being a little that. more careful with where they're spending their coins right now. So I, yeah. And then, like Ariette said, you know, you also have an international viewership that you kind of didn't factor into. I mean, but they consistently even, do it with all. Even if it were free, it still wouldn't have yeah. been. So they need to. They need to make Peacock available globally to yeah. fix that problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least when it was free, you just had to like click. Start your VPN, whatever program you had, and watch. That's what I did with Beyond Salem. So I didn't have to rely on anyone else for it or wait till someone uploaded it. Anyway, I was busy that day, so it didn't really matter. But we kind of, the international fans got left out for this one. They need to make it accessible, like, Peacock needs to be accessible globally, like Tony said. And I would be willing to pay for it. That's fine. But yeah. What I think they could have done was have it be free for the premiere week. And then after a week yes. or maybe two, then it goes behind the paywall. If you want to watch it again, or if you haven't watched it by then, then you have to pay to see it. I was going to say they could have had like be behind the scenes content for it and have it have people pay for it but we get it we got it on the dual app so i don't know like bloopers stuff like that like a normal dvd you know yeah streaming services don't do that in general in terms of giving you bonus content for their stuff i wish they did because i'm a special features nerd but they don't yeah <laughs> no one else got anything <laughs> anybody to say? else got anything to say before we move into the story I told y'all I'm just here. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Are you were you were singing or that wasn't it? I think. Oh, <laughs> but since since we have said all we want to say on this topic, I'm going to move us into the story. Uh, it is Christmas Eve, and Will has a script due to a streaming service. A streaming uh... service. <laughs> yeah this was a little bit of an eye roll moment but it was also cute apparently the streaming service turned his alimanian peacock article into a five-part miniseries and have now asked him to put together a script which he completely forgot when the deadline was well actually he tried, oh. to, get the deadline. He tried to get the deadline extended because his grandmother was possessed by the devil but the uh, execs were like no we need the movie on christmas eve so with two hours left until his deadline and a little help from Sonny, Will writes a Christmas story based in Salem, only he takes everything we know and flips it on its head. So before we go into the specifics of, of the actual movie itself, what did we think of Will and Sonny as quote-unquote narrators of the movie? I loved it. They were Wasn't it great? <laughs> it was. It's a genius way to use Wilson and tie into like Will's history. So I thought it was a great way to do it. <laughs> they were actually really funny narrati narrating the story. Because <laughs> there was a, at one point I was laughing so hard that I have to rewind that scene. I think we'll get to that later. Yeah, I think I know exactly what scene you're talking about. And same. it was hilarious. Yeah, it was really cute. But I will say, like, that was probably 
also the most unrealistic part of the entire movie because like i don't care if he wrote the roughest of rough drafts like if, if that I, I, that would have taken the biggest miracle since jesus turned water into wine to get a whole movie done in two hours Thank so, like, you. I, so i know every writer that was involved got a really good laugh out of that because like there's just no way the movie kind of gave me a sense it was done like it, it was written a day before i mean so i kind of well, get well like they with, filmed it about a month before it was released like they filmed it at the beginning of november so so yeah the it turnaround was, for this was really freaking fast yeah it like, was okay with yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> you're like <laughs> hey no way no way Dylan's a writer and she's like yeah no we don't do that here no nah, I didn't buy it either <laughs> all right so let us dive into all of the things that have changed in Will's version of Salem and what is happening in this movie first things first Marlena and John are not together. Marlena was with Roman who died, leaving her and Sammy to run the pub. Even though John and Marlena are not together, their connection is as strong as ever throughout this movie. Um, I know we had a big debate before the movie about where Roman was and even where Lucas was because we also found out that Sammy and Lucas were no longer together because Lucas ran off to Antarctica with Chloe. Uh, so what, what did we think about having Sammy and Marlena run in the pub? I liked it. I'm not going to lie, though. I did the Florida Evans when they panned up and they were like, Roman's dead. <laughs> I, mean, I, didn't, I, didn't I didn't expect that. I was hurt. I was so hurt. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I wasn't prepared for that. And so, like, I was like, I rebuke it. <laughs> I was like, I, was, I, I did. I did the Florida Evans. I was like, damn, damn, damn. I literally said, oh, no, not Roman. Not Roman. <laughs> he wasn't even sick. Not Roman. And he apparently died on Christmas, and they didn't say how. Yeah. yeah. Will has a lot of explaining to do, because why right? would you kill off your grandfather like that? <laughs> but it also left me wondering, what characters don't exist in this in this new reality? Like, is are, is Belle a thing? No. no clearly not. The man don't kill Abby is not a thing. Chad was for a second. I, I'm trying to think because even like when, when John and Marlena were reconnecting later in the movie, and we'll talk about that at the end, when he finally called her Doc, he's like, she's like, you haven't called me that in years. So I'm wondering if Belle doesn't when, exist. No, I think, I think, Belle, I think Belle exists and the affair happened. I think the breakup in 2013 stuck. Do you remember remember when John and Marlena divorced because he was trying he was trying to make Brady realize how bad Kristen was? I don't think and they that were because he still wouldn't have married Kristen. Yeah, so I, I just think the affair never happened. I think and that, he moved on to Kristen and she yeah. stayed with Roman. That's what I think happened. Yeah. So Belle doesn't exist because how because if the affair didn't happen, how did Sammy wind up with EJ so that Sydney exists? That was like, just her bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bad choices regardless, Tony. That was just gonna happen. If Belle would have existed, I think she would have been in the movie. Exactly. They, they, that's kind of what I'm seeing. Um, that it felt like they wrote it a day before because there were some characters who were not in the movie that I think 
their absence wasn't explained. And, and they, I was kind of, even, they just didn't even acknowledge the witch yeah, was strange. And, uh, yeah, I felt that, like uh, that's, that's why I assumed the affair never happened. Like they didn't mention Bale at all. I saw Roman's death coming because we saw in promo we saw his photo in the background. Plus, Deidre Hall said it in a couple of interviews too, so we yeah. knew it. Going I, I didn't in. pay. Listen, I for this movie, I would like do not pay attention to interviews. I want to be as unspoiled as I can. Yeah, I damn sure it was unspoiled because I did not see Will killing off his grandfather. But I, <laughs> I saw that one coming thanks to the promo. Po- but for the rest, I was like, I'm not going to listen to any interviews because I would like to go in with a fresh take. No spoilers, no nothing. And I enjoyed it more. Um, but yeah, there was some characters' absence that made me question a few yeah, writing I, choices. I'm like, wait a minute. Because yeah. it, it wouldn't make sense for him to marry Kristen at all post the possession. Like, but does that mean that EJ, it, does that mean that, that, cause how would John, the affair had to have happened because how did John and Kristen meet otherwise? Well, at the end of the day, Stefano impregnated Susan regardless of all this stuff happening yeah. with Kristen and John. That was going to happen regardless, Tommy. Unless, yeah. unless, unless they, I mean, again, unless Kristen never lost her baby and EJ. I think when the affair didn't happen, the great God Jay Z Riley spared us seeing Kristen's womb right out. <laughs> so we we saw we knew she just couldn't have children, and then we just left it at that. Yeah. Now why she was humping on Brady, I don't know. But well, we're gonna we're gonna talk <laughs> we're gonna talk about that next because that's our next little thing here. John is married to Kristen and running the Salem Inn. Kristen is sleeping with Brady. Brady's in love with her. She just wants sex, or so she thinks. Brady tries to admit his feelings, but she shuts him down at every turn. After Kristen rejects his love actually inspired romantic gesture, he walks away, leaving Kristen to wonder if she's really happy. So what did we think about the John, Kristen, Briston of it all? I have one thing. Let John and Marlena run the Salem Man. That's it. <laughs> Can we keep that Salem Man set? Isn't that the, really isn't that the Kiriakis Mansion? Which is just the bigger version of the Kiriakis Mansion, which now that we know that exists, I'm very, 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 very angry at the fact that we only have the mini version on the main show because I just assumed that that set no longer existed, that it went by the wayside to make room for the bigger Tamara Mansion. I had begrudgingly accepted that, but no, they pulled out the set for the Salem Inn. Well, if the set exists, use it where it belongs, damn it. Or use the Salem Inn. It was- <laughs> It was weird for me because I don't ask me how, but I figured from that trailer that Kristen was cheating. But well, I knew that. I, the question was just all that huffing and Yeah, but for whatever going. reason, my brain did not go. Oh, hey, Brady's also in this movie. Clearly, <laughs> no, see, see I called that. I called it. Like my brain just did not connect the dots, and so I was like, "Duh, who else was it going to be?" And and I love the homage to Love Actually because it's really one of my favorite movies and that is one of my favorite scenes from that movie. But I was also like, okay, so what was he going to do if John opened the door? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Also, Brady ain't shit. (laughs) I I will say this. Kristen has more willpower than me because if Brady showed up naked at my door, I was not turning him away. (laughs) I have to to be honest. This is the Brady that I love. 
because he was he was entertaining as fuck like that whole love actually nod and the car that said like i'm hot as fuck or something like that oh and yeah his, and, the, and the one that had stacy hydu's picture on it yeah, yeah. That, yes. was, that, that was that was so hilarious <laughs> with the card where he was like yeah i'm hot as fuck and he, he eric martzoff did something with his face like yeah i'm hot and um <laughs> kristen was like yeah you are that this is the brady i love like he was hilarious in the movie i love him can we just talk about his wardrobe for a oh. minute nick <laughs> On the camera. <laughs> uh, said, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Nick was live tweeting and he goes, Why is Brady dressed like a pimp named Slickback? <laughs> I liked his wardrobe. His wardrobe I, was good. I liked his first outfit. He had on like this um it was, was it the dark uh, it blue. Looked, no, it was of the red or burgundy with um, the roses suit jacket. Oh, that was so bad. Oh, I, th- yes. think it's, I thought it was a long coat. I didn't know if it was a suit. I didn't know it was a suit jacket. I think it would have worked better as a um, like a long coat for like the winter. But yeah, that second one that, that don't uh, you talk don't you talk about that leopard that <laughs> leopard yeah mute his mic. We're not gonna talk about the fashion like that. I just wouldn't know what hole he was going to slap. I yeah, just needed to know. Honestly. <laughs> he was dressing down. Every time Brady came in the thing, it was homies over hoes. Homies <laughs> over <laughs> He was sharp. I don't care what nobody said. Oh, God. Diamond I, in the I, back. <laughs> <laughs> I can deal with Briston in an alternate reality. I don't need them back on the main show. <laughs> But Listen, if I, I'm this is gonna, okay, I'm just gonna say it. I cannot deal with Briston when it's Eileen in the role. It is creepy and gross to me in any universe at all times. <laughs> I can buy it with that. Honestly, I, 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 I can't get with. No, I'm sorry. The fact that Eileen Davidson, Kristen, bounced baby Brady on her knee, and now she bouncing on heels. I'm sorry, but and she's it, enjoying I, it. She's loving it. It is. Yeah. Now no, that, he's bouncing her on his lap. <laughs> now I could understand if I watched that. I could. Yeah. I could understand being skewed out by it because it sounds weird. But I've never actually seen them. Yeah, like but it, it is weird. It very yeah, it's really weird. weird. And particularly when you think Irene. about the 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 secret room thing, where she was taunting Marlena about how she was going to be Brady's mommy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just, and now her daddy. Oh my god! Not, do not. And now he's her daddy. Like, no, I'm. Uh, no, kind of. Oh, <laughs> I didn't need that. I kind of. I don't know. Briston, that is messy, like they were in the movie. I don't know. I, maybe it's the chemistry because I thought they had it. They worked. Briston in the show, the way they are trying to, having tried to redeem Kristen, it doesn't work. I'm trying to be polite. I feel like the way they were in this alternative universe just worked for them. Why does Will want his Uncle Brady with Kristen? Will is messy. Well, Miss, Will, Will is a messy bitch. Yeah. However, but but Will also knows Brady's a messy bitch. Yeah, <laughs> he knows Brady will always give in to his worst impulses, and he does. Now, my thing with Kristen and Brady is like 
they all they worked initially as a short-term scandalous romance they did not need to fall in love they did not need to get married or engaged they did not need to have a baby it should have been a scandal to piss everybody off and then yeah, move them the especially his parents yeah like that could have just something to blow up the family real quick and then move on from it no baby uh, no yeah. love story nothing none of that like this worked in this context because of what it was like he's in love with her but it made sense as if she were an older woman who saw him grow up i don't like you like that you just good in bed it made sense if for her to be thinking of him that way she put it on him like, <laughs> like plenty of younger guys have gotten caught up in some mess now why yeah. am i in it <laughs> why are you assuming it's about you i didn't i didn't i was drinking water with you. <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't saying you specifically i'm just saying I mean, you're the one who went there, so what, like, what, what's going on in your head, sir? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Will has undone Dark Nick, so he's alive in Salem working at Gabby Chic with his best friend Gabby while secretly pining for her. Gabby is too busy pining after Brady to notice. They did. Ron for pulling that old-ass Gabby Chic promo out. <laughs> <laughs> this um, made me miss Nick Fallon so much. <laughs> Because the thing is, I liked him and Gabby before he lost his mind. I really Same. did. And they just, oh, they, that's the last person I liked Gabby with, to be honest. Yeah. I haven't liked yeah. her in any pairings since then. I surprised myself because I was shipping them so hard in this movie. Like, <laughs> I liked Gabby and Brady too. Like this movie mm. made me miss Blake Bear so, so yeah. much. We don't need Nick Fallon back, but can he yeah. get a twin? Like, <laughs> I, like I, it made me like I just think that they made Nick go so dark. <laughs> Maybe one of her alters did it. <laughs> <laughs> that he had to be killed off, but like he was just so good. He was so good and so enjoyable, and they were just so good and like best friends to lovers and pining that's like two of my favorite romantic tropes and they just did it so well yeah. um, I will say I'm happy they addressed the elephant in the room of, of Will putting him in the script because the minute Will mentioned him Sonny was like what the hell are you doing why is he here which thank you because a lot like Sonny was basically soap twitter because a lot of the issues that people had when they saw the promo were brought up in dialogue via Sonny. One of them being, what the hell is Nick Fallon doing here? Yeah. I kind of get the purpose of them being in the movie. They didn't really do much for me. I felt like they, they kind of did it to have Gabby in this movie because she wasn't in the first uh, spinoff thing. She was, to me, just there. Um, I guess. I think they had her in it. They had to because what was going to write her? What was going to write? Yeah, what was going to write her in because she's Ari's mom? I just think the Nick Fallon thing was for something for her to do because they knew they weren't going to put her with Brady, so they needed something, something something for her to do. And I think using Nick drew on her history and their history with um, Gabby. So yeah, I mean, for me, me. it just it made sense. It just didn't do much for me yeah i can understand that 
it definitely made me miss miss Blake Barris. Like, give Nick Fallon a twin. Say, I mean, Jessica, I, we kind of have <laughs> Jessica lost her mind again. She one of her alters gave the twin away, <laughs> and just have at it. Bring Blake Barris back. Do you think that it would be successful? Listen. Because we had the twin. With Jake. Honestly, we don't even have to go that far. Chris Kostchek is currently Roman Brady. They can make him a completely different character and we'll just accept it. <laughs> that is I, true. Wait, wait, but that's too recent and Nick did a, a lot of wild shit. I would prefer... <laughs> Listen, look I at would... General Hospital. Like, Elizabeth yeah, is interacting I'm, I'm, with... I'm, I'm, I'm looking yeah, at General you know Hospital what, though, and that honestly, ain't good. <laughs> like, it, it, I feel like we kind of need to have a come to Jesus moment with that. There are four. There are only like there are only four. One, two, three, four. Four network soaps left on, on daytime. People, if you want actors that you are familiar with on these shows, you are gonna have to wrap your head around the fact that people are gonna start coming back to shows that they've already done. Like that's that's the reality of where we are in this genre right now. There's not, you know, eight, yeah, nine, 10, 10, 10, 11, 12 soaps time. on anymore. Like yeah. Whitney Houston, sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Same, but I can accept sometime. It's one, I just can't forgive it. I can't forgive it. I mean, like you were talking, like, I, I mean, it's like, I think it all really depends gonna, on the actor. Yeah. Are like, you really gonna, like, deny your show and your cast a talented actor because they were on your show you know five six ten years no, ago no but it's no reason why michael e knight is on the general hospital yes and there is but not that you you should have chosen a different actor like you should have said there's no reason that roger howard and michael easton have i don't care about that, that different much. characters I, on I the same show <laughs> why is tad martin on because screen? it's not pine tad. valley and it's it's you not Tad Martin. To, uh, speaking Martin. of needing to come to Jesus, you need to have a come to Jesus moment with the fact that yes, General Hospital is an ABC show, but Port Charles was never like One Life to Live in AMC. They didn't do crossovers like that. It was a, it was an almost completely self-contained universe. We that audience, we don't like that. I'm just gonna put it bluntly. We don't like that shit. Don't. We don't like it when <laughs> other characters like from <laughs> other soaps come on, come on and get focused. We don't like that shit. That's why Roger like Howard is other... catching hell to this day. <laughs> Michael E. Knight is catching hell and he ain't even Tad Martin. Exactly. He's we cursed. don't like the only way, like literally, the only thing that we have ever accepted is Anna Devane, and that's because she was ours first. Yep. <laughs> like you just I, I realize that GH isn't really the show that you're like you know all that in, it's, it's not your show but you need to realize the things that you are asking for is some shit that that audience will never be here for ever yeah I, I wanted I wanted a lot of all my children will like to live characters too but I've quickly realized that they, they're not here for it they're not <laughs> like honestly you might you might be able to get Aiden Devane because he has a connection to Anna 
you might be able to get them to accept Angie. You might be able to get them to accept David Hayworth because again, he has a connection to Anna. But I guarantee you, <laughs> Tad and Dixie Martin show up in Port Charles. You ain't gonna do nothing but get your faves dragged to the depths of hell. I'm, I'm telling you, you think you want it, but you don't. You're not gonna want it. You're not gonna like it. And we're building a bridge past this because it's not happening. <laughs> you 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 think you want Blair Kramer in Port Charles? You do not. I am telling you, you do not. What you saying? They're gonna give me a hatchet job? Yes. Probably, because they already have their Blair. Her name's Harley. Exactly. And they already <laughs> have their Dixie. Her name is Laura. <laughs> like they, like we don't, we don't they, want it. They we have characters that fit those it. archetypes, and they don't need more than one. Elizabeth is the Dixie of that show, Tony. And like, <laughs> and like I said, like with and Elizabeth ain't getting written for now. So what do you think they're gonna do to Dixie? Right? Like, imagine <laughs> they might kill imagine her what would happen <laughs> if you got Blair Kramer over there and she started getting airtime. And Elizabeth ain't had a story since Jesus walked. <laughs> I know hey, we don't went way off. We am gonna world, say that, but <laughs> I'm just telling you, you need to, you need to let it go. Let it go and let God. You need yeah. to let it go. Like I gotta say, if the show's not for you, like I, that, I had to do that with Y and R. I'm not saying that. I'm just you, saying you wanted to be something that's not. It's something it will never be. <laughs> The opportunity is right there. Right. But it's not. That's not, what not, we're telling not you. For, it's not. For, for very specific characters, for, for very, very specific uh, reasons. Yeah. Not for Tad and Dixie. <laughs> anyway, we are circling back <laughs> two days. Hopefully, we can get Blake Barris back on our screen at some point in some way. Days we will accept it however you want to give it to us. Having That's how said I that. about Tad and Dixie. Ian, you're the okay. only one. And, and so, having said that, we are moving past that. We are leaving all of that over there. And we are moving on to Allie and Chanel. They are still running Sweet Bits, but Chanel is dating Trip instead of Johnny. Allie and Johnny are alone and pining for Trip and Chanel. And Chanel is pining for Johnny. So what did we think about this little partner swap and everybody pining for everybody else? I didn't hate it. It yeah, was... Same. I didn't... I cackled when they called each other Pookie. <laughs> that made me cringe just because I hate that nickname. But wasn't that it didn't, the it didn't make me cringe name? as much. <gasps> it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was weirdly entertaining because I didn't see that coming. And Chanel um, trying to turn Trip into Johnny with that shirt was sending me. <laughs> he was. She was. She was like, "Are you okay?" Like, yeah. If I don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I saw chemistry between them and that was surprising to me. Yeah. yeah. I did not expect that. Like they need to play into the chemistry between all of the actors more. If you need another girl, because Johnny and Allie can't do that, um, <laughs> it's Joy okay Wesley. to bring in another one. Yeah, yeah, Joy Wesley would work. Since we care about since y'all care about Chloe now, apparently. So bring in Joy Wesley. What um this was fun. I didn't expect it. And 
it took me a while to catch on that Chanel was lusting after Johnny too. It was I immediately noticed it with Allie and Trip. It took me a while to catch on with Johnny and Chanel. I noticed with Johnny and Chanel too, because the minute he said something about going to Italy, she's like, I always wanted to go there. So I could see that they were, it was like in their second or third scene, they were, they were immediately doing the whole, they're they're with the wrong partner and then a partner swap. But I, like, (laughs) I liked when uh, Allie was like, yeah, Trip. Working at the free clinic is so noble. And she knows like, yeah, but you ain't getting no money. (laughs) (laughs) And Johnny was like, no money. (laughs) I would smell like broken here. (laughs) I I just, I loved how they were. Also, I love how they were a better match. I love that Trip was working at a free clinic because that's a a nice Johnson callback because Steve, oh, and Kayla Kayla worked at a free clinic and then Steve worked at a community center so it's kind of it was a nice little historical callback I loved thinking that the the river you know the Riverside Clinic is still a thing mm-hmm. yeah uh, so, I don't have nothing to say I'm still looking over the end, oh wait are we at, <laughs> we're not there yet I but, did really but, like Chanel's hair in this Chanel's everything that plaid that pink plaid thing she was wearing in the pub. We saw that outfit on her Instagram um, a couple months ago. I didn't realize it was for this because I don't think we knew what, I don't think we knew that this existed yet. Yeah. But it really worked. Like the wardrobe, and even like Allie's wardrobe in this was some of the best wardrobe that she's had. Like it, it was really working for everybody. But do we have anything else to say on this topic or should we move on to the next one? Let's move on. Okay. The baby switch was never revealed, so EJ and Nicole have been married and raising Sydney, who is her actual chronological age. Nicole is a rich bitch who loves the finer things and won't let Sydney be a normal kid. EJ seems much softer and simpler, and Sydney wishes that Sammy was her mother. I called um, Sydney being her chronological age. I said it like last week or something. Um, At first, I thought it was um, Ari, like when the coma dropped. Yeah, yeah it, also, uh, it also looked like the last, also that the child that they got to play Sydney looked like the last kid they had playing Ari. So I, I thought it was her too. Yeah. Um, I actually thought actually EJ and Nicole's baby, the Me one too, they lost. I, at first I thought, babe, did the baby switch not happen? Yeah, that's what I was going with in the beginning and then the reveal dropped. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I kind of knew that the switch didn't happen when Grace died. Like when they mentioned that their baby died, I was like, okay, so the switch happened. They just don't know about it yet. Uh, I will say, I think that EJ being a softer, gentler version of himself allowed for there to be a different vibe between Sammy and EJ. Yeah. Because I saw the romantic chemistry in this movie between those characters. and And it did not exist before this movie. <laughs> and so like I I if they can carry that onto the main show this EJ Sammy Lucas thing could be really good because yeah. I, yeah. can, I can see both sides of it now and I love that Nicole was snarky and bitchy oh. and rich like and she fabulous. was fabulous <laughs> so this is who Nicole would have been like if 
all like I think this is the Nicole that you want, Ariet. This is the yep. Nicole you've always said you wanted. Yep. AKA Nicole without Eric. <laughs> Watch and Daniel. And, and Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> no, but this is. Nicole it was meant to be a snooty rich bitch. Like, that's yeah, what the it's well, Nicole it's is way more fun. Like, it's just showing that to me, I don't like how she's written on the main show. Like, I like the snarky Nicole with the soft heart. And that's what the movie gave me. And I I enjoyed every minute of it. But we didn't even see her heart until the yeah. end of the movie. Like, but we got like that the, little Exactly. I mean, that's the point. We got it like right in the end. She literally uh, right in the end. We, so, so, Nicole, if she can't keep EJ, because we know he's a bit wishy-washy, give her another rich man. Question. Was she Mrs. Demera? Was EJ EJ Demera? Or did he have a different name? I didn't catch. Because EJ was acting so different. Like, I actually wonder if he was raised a Demera. I think they... I think she was... They were Demeras. I didn't... They were well, in the mansion. <laughs> yeah, maybe they. No, were that's just... the thing. They weren't. We didn't see their house. Oh, yeah, we all we saw was Sydney. All we saw was Sydney's bedroom. Yeah, maybe that could have been the EJ that he could have been had yeah. he not come to town and did all of that dirt. Question: yeah. Didn't Stefano steal him from Susan at one point? I don't know. I, I'm not it's... sure because the last we saw before he was aged prematurely was Susan, Edmund, and EJ went off to England. Yeah, and he was that, a baby. That I knew, but at some point, I thought during that, the time he was, uh, like, gone, I thought Stefano got a hold of him somehow, and that's how he ended up being the train wreck he was. So what if, like, Stefano never had access to him, and he, he grew up with his name, but nothing else? It's interesting that the will... that the EJ Will pictures with his mother is not the EJ that did all that awful shit. Yeah. That's because she wanted to sleep with him. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I know a lot of people were pissed that he kind of wrote his father out of the, like, he disappeared his father out of town and that he never, he never had his parents together. But also, like, Will is the only one who got to see Lucas and Sammy up close yeah, and yeah. what they were like together and how ugly it could get. I understand him not wanting that. Yeah, because, like, I, it, based on what's happening on the real show, Allie wants Lucas and Sammy together. I can understand that because she never saw it. Nope. Will saw that mess and he probably was like, yeah, I don't want to go back to that. Yeah, he doesn't want to open that can of worms. And I think it probably hurt him more that his parents were so dysfunctional than it did to see EJ and Sammy be be so dysfunctional because EJ's not his father. Yeah. Because remember, I remember he used to want his parents together and at some point he just stopped wanting it. Yeah. I, I think I, this because by, by the third breakup and makeup, I think he was just done. Yeah. Because their their breakups were so spectacularly awful and terrible that he just couldn't do it anymore. And I honestly don't blame him. Yeah. But I loved um, the Sammy Sydney connection. Like little Sydney was so cute, and like just how they kind of played up that they've always kind of been like friends 
I guess friends is the wrong word, but they've always had this connection this whole time. And I just thought it was really sweet. And like Allison Sweeney was kind of showing why Hallmark is her thing now because yeah. this was giving, <laughs> this was giving me very much oh. same. <laughs> but I oh. I preferred or maybe not preferred because I love I talked before how I like, like Missy Sammy, but I also really enjoyed the Hallmark Sammy. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah it, it would be nice to have a balance of it instead of Sammy being on a thousand every time she's on screen because I that's what that, she is. I love that this is the version of his mother that Will wants. Yeah. yeah that says like, a lot. That's, that's <laughs> tired of her shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty maybe, sure Will is very traumatized by the shit Will he's is experiencing tired. with his mother. Yeah, yeah. and maybe, that, maybe that's part of, I mean, you know, we are all we were all like, why are you killing off your grandfather? But maybe that was the thing that made Sammy calm down. Ah, she probably had to start acting normal because she lost her dad. She lost her dad. The pub was now her responsibility. She and she also had her parents back together, which is the one thing that she she wanted that she wanted. So, uh, you know, when, when you take the character history into effect and you look at the way Will sees things and how and all the things that Will saw as he grew up, grew up, a lot of things can actually make a little sense if you sit down and think about it for a second. Yeah. And now we move into what is probably one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> Paulina is the big bad. She has gone full Cruella and plans to resurrect Pricetown. She sends her new assistant, Leo, to deal with the Historical Preservation Society and gets them to approve her plans. It's run by a very nerdy Xander who denies the request. Paulina goes around him to get approval and sends out eviction notices all over town. The pub, Gabby Chic, the Inn, and Sweet Bits will be shut down on Christmas Eve. <laughs> when? Okay, this is hilarious. But she kept calling him Mary. Mary? He yes. was like, it's Leo. She was like, whatever. <laughs> and every time he did something she didn't like, <laughs> she would throw like was at first I thought it was a paperweight, but what was she throwing at? <laughs> I say was stress balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. That was funny. I, hilarious. I, they need to bring when Leo comes to town. Let him. They be need Paulina's to write assistant. him more like this. Yeah, they need to write him more like this. But and also make him Paulina's messy ass assistant. I want that. <laughs> hilarious that Paulina being the big bad of the Christmas movie was Sonny's idea. Yeah, that, <laughs> that caught me off guard too. <laughs> so, like, do they know Paulina? Because other than they've been in town since so she's been introduced, right? I don't think that no, they haven't been in town since she's been introduced, but I'm assuming they know of her. They know of her because they apparently know everything that's going on in Salem because they know about Marlena's possession. So I'm assuming they know about everything that happened at the wedding. Plus they know Abe. So you know. Yeah. Maybe okay. like I'm thinking maybe Allie has talked about like Chanel at one point. Yeah. Um all and... in all, they were some chatty Cathy's. <laughs> I Kate might have bitched about Paulina at one point too when she lost out on Gabby Chic to Paulina. So that Yeah. So that's possible. All I know is I am sailing on the good crack ship that is Leo and Xander. Oh like, that was, is my favorite Xander. That is my crack ship, and no one will take it from me. 
same they were so good and we'll talk about them a little bit more in the next thing but i loved paulina channeling cruella deville first of all okay first first of all she was giving me and i i mean this is a compliment but she was giving me copacabana realness in that gold outfit in her office (laughs) i thought of um miss cleo (laughs) calls me now (laughs) (laughs) oh god it was it was was thoroughly entertaining it was so good and i love that they said that her breakup with abe is kind of what sent her on this path so it's very clear that will knows about current events in salem and i loved the little nods of current events in salem that we got all throughout this movie it's it wasn't enough to confuse you if you didn't watch the main show and you watched beyond salem and you wanted to check this out but it was enough little nuggets for the viewers that are watching to go oh haha yeah yeah any more thoughts on paulina paulina before we move on to leo go on mary the levels to that joke because i (laughs) like i know most i know a lot of people probably caught the 227 reference but for us rainbow children that was a totally (laughs) that was a completely different reference and i i appreciated that i got it can you explain what can you explain it for it's it's kind of like it's it's basically like slang it's like you know you're good judy you're 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 good gay friend ah gotcha leah was very impressed by xander's impassioned defense of the town and has decided to secretly help salem their businesses he makes everyone aware that they have the right to buy out their lease so the town bands together to raise money what did we think of Leo being the good guy? I loved it. And I love that he couldn't do it straight up. He still had to be sneaky and extra. <laughs> yeah. And extra about it. And I also love I, I also love that he was giving just a little bit. I, I'm sure they weren't actually Klein, Epstein, and Parker suits, but they were <laughs> Klein, Epstein, and Parker in inspired suits i love his wardrobe in this they're so over the top and just ridiculous it just fit him perfectly it was so good and now we move on to the main event of the movie uh sammy organizes a town talent show and with the help of the three queens aka sunny delight was will's name amanda bottom yes yes yeah and Belinda China Shop and the Stripping Santas, it's a Christmas miracle and the town is saved. Will tried to change his name and Sonny told oh, him. Right. <laughs> Sonny we said, nah. Was it, Will, it was a Will Amina Shakespeare. He wanted Amina to Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what he was going to use. And that's what he was going to do in the original in the original drag show and Beyond Town. But the MC of the drag show was like, yeah, no, you are at the bottom. And that is just what it will be. <laughs> Chad I don't has think Tony gets. <laughs> what? I don't think you get the. Yes, I get it. I'm just not <laughs> going to advertise that. Yes, I got it. Chad has way too much fun doing this. It needs to be his outlet on the main show. I don't care what anyone says. Whenever I'd rather gets, not. Whenever he gets irritated with those damn kids and Abigail. <laughs> Let him come I'd rather <laughs> not see him in one of Abigail's dresses. <laughs> I, I, there I is a straight 
each cisgender contestant on this coming up season of RuPaul's Drag Race. So it, it does happen. Yep. Uh, I mean, I get Matty-morphosis. it. Yep. So I get it. it. I really Dang. truly do. But the clothes he has around him, I don't want to. <laughs> he can just raid Anna's closet. <laughs> what did what that did we probably that, help? Yeah. <laughs> what did we think that this was the only appearance of Billy Flynn in the movie? Did we want to see Chad elsewhere, or are we uh, good with just good. the Belinda China shop? Mm, no, I didn't need to oh see. Oh my him. god! <laughs> it worked. I didn't even get to join in. <laughs> Go on, my evangelist. <laughs> This, this was good. Him and the... Uh, are we going to talk about the Rhythmless Nation? Yeah, we have yeah, to. Yeah. They I'm were talking about Bird Chess City. <laughs> I loved it because it was hilarious. They were, I, I mean, listen, they were pretty. We gonna Some of those after... Aim for effort, but... Some of those after... Wow. I can think of one in particular. Listen, I'm never gonna like. Did did y'all watch the behind the scenes um thing on the on the dance that they put on the dual app? No, no, because I didn't enjoy the dance. (laughs) Y'all need to because there there's there's a shot of them. You actually see them filming the dance, and in the background you hear Drake Hobison saying, "Ride it, Santa!" And it was literally in the entire world it made my entire life and honestly the dance did too because it was just fun it wasn't supposed to be on beat it wasn't supposed to be like these are not actual strippers even if not being on beat they should have had some rhythm it was ugh. Yeah, it was cute. <laughs> the babies was on the ones and threes it's okay <laughs> yeah like for what it was it, it was perfect like i mean they're not dancers they're not strippers this was literally thrown together at the last minute this wasn't supposed to be like a big epic but thing. still it's a yeah, movie it was very full like um it, it was i mean very i enjoyed much it for the full monty like if you've ever seen that movie it was just that was just a bunch of regular to regular dudes that went to their bar they were and started stripping and it <laughs> it became a thing they were just like regular guys not dancers like, like dad bods and all so like it, it was very much it was very yeah. much that it was just and cute regular guys up awesome. there getting their magic mic on <laughs> i'm gonna need soap twitter to relax about ron ripping off his previous ideas yes he did something similar on GH. However, Days had a strip for storyline that he did not pitch. Exactly. This was a shout out more to that. With Dr. Cameron Davis. (laughs) (laughs) And also, are we and okay, I know one mess with with um with uh what are the names? Will, Sonny, and Chad or Belinda. Amanda and Sunny Delight yeah the three queens the major miss and Dylan you and I have talked about it is not having them dance to Jingle Bell Rock yes yes I was just about to bring that up because you got you got the we're giving mean girls I legit thought they were about to dance to that song and me too I said the same thing to my mom when we were watching it okay because I was just about to bring that up I was literally about to ask did anybody get mean girls vibes because obviously we know they were going for magic Mike with the guys but with the three queens it was very clear they were going for a 
Mean Girls parody. And maybe they couldn't clear Jingle Bell Rock, so they had to do this. But they had like the budget or whatever. They could have had someone sing that song. Maybe they couldn't get the rights to it. Maybe they tried. Maybe yeah, it was too yeah, much money. Sure. You, 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 ne- you never know how much music costs. So I'm never going to ding them on a music thing because you don't really know the whole behind the scenes thing. But yeah, I was expecting Jingle Bell Rock to it for a hot second. I was like, but I will say my favorite thing I think my favorite thing of the stripping Santas was watching the reaction. Belinda China watching the reaction specifically Belinda China Shop getting his entire life or her entire <laughs> life I should say like it was literally like you could see as the strip show went on Paulina was like no this I'm not about this this is not no no I will not like this I will not cave and by the end she was screaming just as loud as everybody else Sammy covering Marlena's eyes was so hilarious. (laughs) I wondered if that was Allie covering Deidre's eyes or just Sammy and Marlena. I couldn't tell, but it was hilarious. It was. She's like, not in front of my mama. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So with the town saved, it's time for Christmas miracles everywhere. Allie and Chanel make moves on Tripp and Johnny. Kristen decides to give it a real go with Brady. Gabby realizes she loves Nick and kisses him. The truth about the switch is revealed and Ejami decide to be a family with Sydney. And John and Marlena reconnect after all of these years. So what did we think about all of the various miracles that took place once the town was saved? Allie, Chanel, Tripp, and Johnny might as well just have an orgy already. It's ridiculous. <laughs> also, but I did, I did love the little tease that Will was like, like in the script, like we're with the right people, right, Horton, and they kind of had this look between them. Like Will knows what his sister wants. It, it's showing to me that Charlie is the story. Um, even if this is an alternative universe, Ron yeah. has it. Yeah, in his mind. I kind of felt bad for. Uh, trip in the enemy because she was lusting after him this entire damn movie and at the very end she still don't want him <laughs> yeah it was, I feel like that was a front <laughs> uh, on the most part like for even for Chanel like I got the sense like she was like oh my pookie but it it just felt like on both sides like it was a front like they were they're actually lusting for each other The thing is, I still think Chanel does have a thing for Johnny. I just don't see it with Allie and Tripp because I don't think she really likes him. I think Chanel really likes Johnny, but I also think she likes Allie and she just can't choose. But Allie's making it easy because Allie's not giving her anything. I'm still getting the sense that she is trying to get something out of Allie, like get it out of her for her to do something rather than just not saying anything at all she's waiting for alex to yeah and i love feelings knowing that will is writing this script i know i love that will knows his sister well enough to know what she really wants even if she won't say it yeah yeah that's the thing that kind of stood out to me the most about that what did y'all think about go ahead Arya. i was gonna say oh my god i love chanel and alley i need them to on the main show pick it up as well at that moment with them that was actually my favorite moment in the entire movie it gave me feels i love them yeah go on (laughs) i have to get my super opinions in there 
And what did we think of the run back of the confrontation scene with Baby Switch? Because they literally did that dialogue slap and all. Yeah, I hollered. It was, <laughs> it was it caught me off guard because I didn't know it was coming. As soon as she confronted her, I recognized the dialogue. I immediately. I the only thing I, remember is, thing I remember is the double slap because I think I went and watched it. Didn't she slap her twice then too? Yep. Because yep. She, <laughs> yes. she said no, slap. She said it again, slap. And then she's like, Sydney but, is EJ, EJ and my daughter and I want to hear you say it. And then she slapped her again and then she finally said it. Did she slap her two times in the movie? Or just one? Two times, yeah. Well, it was two times. Because um, I felt like I love the dialogue. I love the nod to that whole confrontation. I felt like the acting was a bit off. She could have been a wee bit I think stronger. That, I think I think Allie was strong. I think Ari was a little off. I don't know who it was. I felt like it came from both both of them, but I loved the scene for what it was and I was laughing. I was like, oh this is because I that is actually it. another scene I like by the way. <laughs> Even if the acting was a bit off. I love how even when he's giving him a compliment, EJ can't help but take a <laughs> shot at Rafe. <laughs> Keeping the same energy. I love it. It was like, I may not have much use for Rafe Hernandez, but I know he's- But he did something <laughs> right for once. <laughs> I was like, dang, he will not take his foot off Rafe's neck, not even in an alternate universe. And I appreciate that. <laughs> Speaking of, thank God someone wasn't there. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's two Peacock specials that he was not a part of. Mm, that says a lot. <laughs> that does say a lot, considering who he's friends with. That's all I'm going to say. See, now he got me in the next one, because it's because y'all see what y'all did. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> what did you think of Sydney finding out that Sammy was her mom and like EJ and Sammy kind of reconnecting? It was so Hallmark ish because Sydney was way but, too comfortable with that. Yeah. <laughs> way too comfortable too fast. But then mm-hmm. again, they did have the earlier scene where she was like, I wish you were my mommy. Yeah. Yeah. Sydney, I love the actress. She's so good. I wouldn't even mind if Sydney stayed at this age and they brought her on to the show. They kind of can't do that, though, because they kind of made it canon already that she's living on her own in boarding school. So, like, yeah, I love that this is the age that will sees him, though. Sees her, though. That's kind of yeah, that's, that's what I think. This is the age he thinks of Sydney at all the time because that's his baby sister. And as someone I mean, a cut- can't you be in boarding school between the ages yeah but they've also made other references to her being a little bit older too so it's it's not gonna work they're not gonna run that back they can de-age her no we are not nicholas alimating ourselves thank you dylan well it helps (laughs) that we haven't seen her yet it'll be different if she showed up and then they brought her back younger but they could they can technically play fast and loose with her age if they want because we haven't really seen her. They haven't given an actual number. She could be young in, in boarding school. I would prefer to be older because Sammy don't need no young kids to be running around after. Especially with Sammy not here. For, like, yeah. I know we have EJ here, but Sammy and EJ are both so messy currently that they don't really need little children no. anymore. 
They need someone like, who can be angsty and be upset about all the shit they're pulling. Yeah. We need teens, though. I was going to say that, like, make her 18 and start in college. I'd be yeah, okay that with would that. Like, or even younger. She and Parker can date because I don't think they're not related, right? Wait, um, DJ, Sammy. Um, no. Philip. Oh, no, Philip. Daniel and Chloe. Okay, yeah, they're not related. <laughs> Wait, you were right wait, the wait, first wait. time. Oh, no, no, never mind. <laughs> what you I, say? I, I said you were right the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be great, but I don't know. <laughs> They're not going to do it. They should have done it by now. Especially with how they're writing Philip currently. They're not going to give him a child after they're making him batshit crazy. They're not. That could be the start of his redemption arc. Yeah. Yeah, that would have worked. Get, Do we think uh, we're getting one even... that? <laughs> no. <laughs> or like Michael likes to call him bring blanket back. Pocket. I know it's pocket, but Michael calls him blanket and it has stuck now. <laughs> yeah, give put put them both, bring them both back and have it be like Parker's sick and Philip has to go find Tyler. And then Tyler finds out that the only reason Philip went looking for him is because Parker was sick. So the son he wanted, he he needed to save to because of for the son he didn't. So literally, Parker, Parker, Tyler, Joy, and Sydney could be the next team set. You think they could keep? I mean, Joy that young, considering her and Theo were born the same year. I mean. They could. It would be weird. <laughs> no weirder than EJ being as old as he is when he's chronologically only supposed to be 21. 21. Touche. Yeah. So, <laughs> I always not- forget he was born in 1997. <laughs> That's why I said Lucas is Sammy's ride or die before EJ was ever even born. Isn't he older than 21 if he was born in, tw- in 1997? He's maybe 23. 24, I think. No, because he's, 20, they... he's 24, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. That's but nice. we have once again diverted. We always do this. <laughs> um, anyway. Let's see. What did we think of Kristen and Brady getting back together and John seeing them? Mm, I, I didn't well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. John was John wasn't really that surprised because like he kind of knew that Kristen was over it because Kristen in this entire movie was basically Michael about this movie. <laughs> the scene where she was like, I'm gonna need booze to get through this. Yep, that was the scene I was like, that's Michael. <laughs> and then I love that the movie ended with Marlena coming to I have a question. The movie she watched was it Love Actually? Which movie? I didn't get the movie they were no. watching. Didn't they watch I Christina think... Comes Home for Christmas? No, I think it was. I think it was whatever one Marlena said oh, wait, was that her was favorite. GH. The one with that was <laughs> GH. Um, I think it was whatever one Marlena was referencing. The one with Hugh Grant or something. Hmm. Marlena hmm. referenced a Christmas movie earlier in the movie, so I assumed that that was the one that John was watching to kind of establish their connection early on but I did love that like because John like 
John and Marlena reconnecting was probably one of my favorite parts of the whole movie too, because the entire movie did not call her Doc once till the end. Hugh Grant was in Love Actually. I didn't. Yeah, I was gonna say Love Actually, (laughs) because I googled and said Love Actually. So, was that the movie she was walking watching? Must have been. No, I don't. I thought it was something like. She's, I thought it was some, like it's a wonderful life or something like that. That's kind of I, what I thought too. I thought she did say something like that. Oh, I don't know. John just he was, like he a, was in love actually. John just seems like a classic movie guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that like he was kind of okay that Chris like that Kristen was over it and like I love that John and Marlena reconnected. And again, like I was saying, like he didn't call her Doc this entire movie. It was actually weird hearing him say Marlena because he never does. He always calls her Doc. And then when he finally did, that was the moment that things shifted. She's like, you haven't called me that in years. And then they kind of sat by the fire and she just put her head on his shoulder. And then it zoomed, like you had will narrate in the end of the movie it zooms out and then you had sunny like sunny's head on will's shoulder like that whole oh that was so good parallel was so sweet like i just love that john and marlena are epic in every universe does it matter the obstacles they will always find their way back together yeah i love that scene with them it was probably a top five for me for the whole movie and then the last little bit um nicole gets a second chance when she runs into a homeless man and it's eric and their connection is still as strong as ever now there had been a homeless man shown throughout the movie we didn't know who it was and at the very end they revealed it to be eric and they kind of gave eric and nicole a moment of reconnection which gave me a little bit of hope maybe that was oh. such a good scene. All I have to say is, of course, Eric is the drunk wino. Right. <laughs> and now I felt, I felt so like, oh, my God, how did you miss that? Because like at first I thought that they were going to get a Christmas miracle and it was going to be Roman because they didn't say how he died. And it's oh. Salem. So I just assumed that he went missing on assignment or something. And then when they revealed that it was Eric, I started running back all of the comments that they had made. And the one where you remember the scene where EJ gives him money and yeah. Nicole's like, he's just going to spend it on booze. I was like, ah, should have known. <laughs> oh, yeah. Known. Now, what does that say about Will, how Will sees his uncle? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's accurate though because he will he was train wreck. He, he was yeah. a train wreck. <laughs> because honestly, if if Nicole and EJ stayed together, Nicole and Eric were never a thing. And if Kristen did what she did to Eric, then he could have completely spiraled after that. Yeah. This. I just it just that part it was nice a way a nice way to wrap up the movie but it made me feel some kind of way as like what do they think of Eric as a character like it just it made it felt off to me a little bit like I need them to stop teasing at this point like 
you brought him back for the movie. That's great. You're bringing him back on the main show to help wrap up the possession. That's great too. But like at this point, you need to stop teasing the Eric Hole fans because I actually, at this point, it's almost cruel. Yeah. Because because you're dangling the carrot in front of their face, but you're not going to give them the full meal. Yeah, it's time to shit or get off the pot. It's they keep making references to it, keep teasing it. Is he coming back full time or not? We just need to know because I did not I did not expect him to be in the movie at all. Yeah, because they they didn't promote him even a little bit. They kept him a surprise. The only way I knew is somebody spoiled it on the timeline after they watched it. So they kept it a surprise, which was great. But like, you also question why they kept it a surprise. Like, is there something else to this that we have to deal with? Right, because both times he came came back to the main show, he was featured heavily in the promo. He was featured heavily in the fall promo. He was featured heavily in the Day of Days promo. Like they have no problem using Greg Vaughn to promote the show, but they have an actual issue writing for him full long term. And at this point, you need to either write for him or let him go and write for the character of Eric with a different actor in the role. Because at this point, it's kind of cruel. Yeah. Dylan, Arya, what do you think? Like my thing is like if if they would just come up with a plan for Eric. Because I'm, I don't know, even necessarily think he needs to be back full time. Because, I mean, if you look at GH and you look at Wally Kurth and you look at how they use Ned, they use him very effectively when yeah. he's in story. And he's not there full time. So it can be done. It's just putting in the effort and the energy to figure out a way to utilize the actor to the best of his ability and use the character in ways that make sense and I feel like Eric's needed I feel like Eric's necessary I would prefer Greg Vaughn and I would prefer it if they found a way to work that out but if that's not possible then they need to move forward with someone else and they need to move forward with solid plans for Eric as a character and then a a plan for Eric and Nicole as a couple because there's a lot of unfinished business there yeah they definitely need to do something at this point because it was great to see him and the Eric Hole magic is the same as it always was but it just it also 100% really didn't sit right with me in the moment but I will I do want to move on to uh the last thing that we have here which I think they set this up brilliantly with the movie submitted Wilson realize exactly how much they missed home and do we think a Wilson visit to the main show is in our future and how do we feel if it is I'm happy I'm excited about it and I would like to see them on the main show interacting with Salem again because I'm be real I wouldn't Will and something left, I was like good riddance because <laughs> I was over it. They were over it. I could tell they were over it. And now I like Will and Sonny again. I don't hate their guts anymore. They seem like someone I a couple I could get into again. So bring yeah. them back. Bring back badass Ariana. <laughs> Make her the demon seed she's supposed to be. <laughs> yes. 
because neither of her parents are angels, so she should definitely be some kind of a mess. God, no. They've got the only person worth a damn of her family tree is Marlena. Yeah. <laughs> and her Aunt Allie. Because Allie's a mess, but she's still. She's not intentionally a mess. Yeah. Johnny's just a bit of an intentional mess. Remember, Party Girl Allie was. Oh, yeah, I forgot because we never saw it. Taking. (laughs) We should have saw that, Ron. (laughs) So that was the Christmas movie. So we're going to kind of move into our segments. We do have a few segments here. What was everyone's favorite moment? And what was one moment that you could have maybe done without? wants to go first nick why don't you go first okay (laughs) um one of my favorite moments and i didn't expect it it reminded me how much i liked the character um was having blake barris be a part of this um i really i still like gabby and nick's chemistry if you want to bring blake barris back as a new character i'd be okay with it um also Brady and Kristen ain't shit no matter what universe we're in. <laughs> it was thoroughly entertaining, but I was reminded of why I don't like them. But they were hot. I can't say they weren't. And was there anything you could have done without? Um, uh, mm, I don't... To be honest, I'm probably going to be the lone wolf in this one, but having Allie lust after trip for lust after trip for the entire movie only for her to get with him and then want Chanel anyway that irritated me okay Dylan what about you one thing you loved one thing you could do without okay um you know I love all things Leo Stark I'm probably like the president of his fan club (laughs) so seeing him was a lot of fun and like his interactions with Xander were fun and that little kiss on the cheek at the end so good (sighs) like that's my ship I don't care yes it's my crack ship let me have it (laughs) I love that um and as far as things that I could have done without like it wasn't bad, but like Kristen being Paulina's secret partner, it didn't Ooh, really go anywhere. So it, it kind of felt sort of tacked on. So yeah. it, it didn't really serve any purpose. So that was something that I could have done without. Yeah. I, I forgot I about that. Me too. I didn't even have it in the outline. So thank you for bringing it up. <laughs> All right, what about See, you? that just shows how kind of thrown in there it was. Yeah. All right, what about you? One thing you loved, one thing you could do without. Even if I um, thought the acting was off, I really liked the nod to the Sydney, no, Sammy Nicole confrontation about Sydney. I thought that was good. I like, um, I also like uh, <laughs> Paulina and Leo. Their dynamic was hilarious. Um, there was one thing, one more thing. Oh, yeah. Chanel and Allie's moment towards the end. Like, it gave me all the feels, and it just shows that Ron still has them in their mind, in his mind, and we're just going to have to wait 
for that quote-unquote in Endgame. Um, one thing I didn't like uh, are moments I could have done without. Actually, I get why she was in the movie. Like, I just felt like she did nothing that added to it that much. But Gabby and Nick, I... They were they were just there. I they didn't really click for me. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say on any moments I could have done without. Um, so yeah. For me, one moment that I absolutely loved was um, I loved all things Paulina. Like just her whole energy, her vibe. This movie was just amazing, and I could have completely done without Brady and Kristen just could have completely done without it I did not like it it was not for me so that was basically it there one other question that I have is um was there anybody you felt was missing from the movie that you would have liked to have seen take part uh I'll say um only because their breakup is what drove her down this route I wanted to see Abe and Paulina maybe reconcile or at least have a hint of a reconciliation. Um, I think that would have been good foreshadowing for what may be coming up on the main show. Especially since that's why she went down the path she went down. Yeah, that was that was mine too. I would have liked to see Abe and kind of like, you know, that cheesy moment at the end where the villain kind of softens and has like the little change of heart or whatever I would have liked they kind of gave that to her with Chanel with the breakfast thing but it would have worked with Abe too I just kind of wanted to to see that um and I guess I'm gonna be the person to address the elephant in the room (laughs) because we said it at the time when we saw her in the promos and we were like okay why is it Eileen and not Stacy and we said when we watched this movie if they didn't if there wasn't a reason in the script why it had to be her as opposed to Stacy we were going to speak on it so having watched the movie I don't see a reason why it had to be her no, because there wasn't enough John and Kristen to justify it. And Stacy has the chemistry with Eric that it could have worked. I think it just... Like, yay that they gave the little nod and put her picture there. But, like, it could have easily been Stacy. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, that that's no shade to Eileen. I mean... Eileen Davidson is Eileen Davidson. She's iconic. She's a legend. She's the moment. We love her. I'm just saying it's not, I mean, like with Beyonce, we got it because, you know, they they had the whole Real Housewives, wink, nod, nudge, nudge, whatever. There just, there wasn't a reason with this. So, you know, choices. That's all. Choices were made. And um, Arya, what about you? Is there anybody you thought was missing? 
Yeah, I kind of think, especially since Paulina mentioned it, I kind of think it would have worked with ha having like at least Abe or Lonnie in the movie as well, since she brought it up. I also thought um, like the lack of presence for like Belle, for instance, was confusing. So maybe just addressing it. I don't know, it was a choice and I, it made me so confused. I was like, does Belle exist or not? Like they should have addressed it or at least have her in the movie so we could we could put that aside and be like, okay. Yeah, or at least exists. a picture or a phone. Yeah, card. something. I just figured like, she didn't exist. I, I mean, that's what I did too, but I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah, they should have. Well, because I mean, there were a lot of people that weren't, just weren't there, so. But I was so confused as to does Belle exist or not. So if she did exist, she should have been in the movie. Because like Carrie wasn't mentioned or. Yeah, at least like Belle, I just felt like it was a bit. I mean, off. I just assumed that the affair never happened. Yeah, that's what I assumed too. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. But then I was like, does I was so confused about Belle throughout the entire movie. Uh, whenever John and Marlena interacted, I was like, is she, like, does Belle exist? Did the affair never happen? Okay. They should have, I don't know, if she did exist, they should have acknowledged it. But anyway, yeah, so I would, I would have added a Lonnie and Belle if she did exist. Yeah, um, for me, the... I don't really think anyone was missing except maybe I felt a little weird that they only used Billy Flynn as Belinda China Shop. I would have liked to have seen like a little appearance from Chad, maybe to see what kind of Chad and EJ's brother dynamic was like. Like that would have been a little bit fun. Yeah. But um, other than that, I kind of agree with everything else that you guys have said too. Uh, and then for our last little topic before we wrap up, if we were to get a third Peacock special, what would you like the premise to be? Ooh, I know. I got one. Um, the Carver Family Reunion. Oh, <laughs> I love that one. Go on. Abe goes to his hometown, which I think the Carvers and the Bradys are originally from Tennessee. Um, goes home to see his family for a family reunion. He takes all of the his loved ones from Salem and across the world with him. And they go and explore the Carver family tree in at their home in their hometown. I would love to see that. I love that idea. It's a great one. I'm not even gonna lie, this little last edition was inspired by a particular conversation that Dylan, Ari, and I were having in the group chat. No. <laughs> what you mean? Why you say no? No. <laughs> Wait, so you know what we were talking about. Are you, are you not taking responsibility for that? Uh, <laughs> what was the conversation? I would like the record. Let the record. Okay, let me get on my Claire Hustable. Let the record show that I told them this was a terrible idea and I want no parts of it. Tony, on three. One, two, three. A musical. Go. Oh God, no! See? <laughs> oh, I heard. I I saw that conversation. I didn't say anything, but yeah, I did see no, that. No, but I, I no. They can't, ahead, they can't, they can't even get the yours. rights to Jingle Go Bell ahead. Rock. Why? 
I have one. Go ahead, Tony. So, I literally, like, so much of our cast is musically talented. Like, I think a musical done right, done correctly, with the budget to make it work, could be amazing. Yep. Mm-mm. 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 I don't yeah, want to yeah. run right. No more musicals. I can't do it. <laughs> Not I can't. a one. <laughs> Please, God. What did no. I tell y'all in the group chat? Do I have to? Do I have to get on my nippy again? <laughs> As I said, I listen to singers. I very rarely listen to people who cannot sing. <laughs> and Tell me, go watch Lee and shut up, ma'am. Ariet, you were. In, uh, are we gonna bring up? the group are, are we gonna go back to the conversation where you were trying to convince us that a certain pop princess has vocals oh no 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 no, no. let's okay next next next, next. <laughs> <laughs> y'all cannot be wait, trusted who? both of you both of you stand people wait who, who did do i not say have the rain wait I'm confused. Who did I say have vocals? Let's not do I this in here. <laughs> do oh, I, think I, I think I remember. Area, who, what is your, uh, what do you want the next special piece? <laughs> I'm confused. We'll talk I'll about talk, it off the podcast. Yes, we'll okay. talk about it off the podcast. My, I actually want, they have time, kind of, a Valentine's Day themed movie for couples. That'd be so cool. Because we, we talk about how um like on the on our main podcast how we don't get enough romance this is how we get get more romance look and, and and it's not on tv so you probably don't have to abide by a lot of um tv stuff. yeah <laughs> i was gonna say yeah, we can get, we can so we can have couple, good with that <laughs> so we could have like i mean i guess it would be location-based but it could work if they were all in salem a valentine's day themed movie would be fun would like, that movie be a musical for you or no? I mean, no, I guess. No, we don't have the money. So. Thank God. That's <laughs> <laughs> if this was like in the middle of 2000s, we could have we gotten it like because we had a budget back then. We don't anymore. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things I would want to see. I'm really on... I love Nick's idea about the Carver family dinner. Like, I, I just love the idea. I want to really see that. Honestly, I think they have great ideas um, with the spinoff specials. I want to see more. So, yeah. I agree. And on that note, we oh, have oh, reached... Oh, did you not get one, Dylan? I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I thought you... No, um, okay. I know this is cheesy, but it's campy and I would like to see it. I would like to see like a whole and then there were one murder mystery type <gasps> thing. Ooh, oh, yes. Oh, I, like that I just idea. think it'd be so much fun. Clue don't include Rafe. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. well, no, he can go. Don't, Listen. don't, don't include Rafe. Honestly, include the cops we like Eli, Lonnie, and Sean. <laughs> Honestly, they could they could do it in a way that they kind of did the like. Remember how they did on the last Black reunion? How I mean, and the characters like I mean, it was all Jan's dream, but like something similar to that, where like characters wind up dying, and you have to figure out what exactly is going on. Yeah, and like, you're all like locked eyes. One person dies, yeah, like one by one, everybody's dropping. Yeah, yeah like you're either at a dinner or like locked on a train or something. I would like, I would like the train option. 
train could be cool but like i just think it would be fun and like campy and oh it'd be so much fun we have i love sean it. and ey and lonnie sean and bell ben and sierra Philip, if he's not insane. <laughs> not if he's not insane. Leave my Philip alone. <laughs> my principal, King Philip. Like it just, it would, I just feel like it would be fun. And I just, yeah. It'd be so much fun. I love it. Hopefully Peacock is listening and one of these ideas will be hitting the airwaves sometime soon. We hope. Imagine if we got a musical. <laughs> <laughs> just because, just because. If, if they do a musical i'm fighting y'all myself. honestly truly i'm gonna have to track ron down in, in new york don't you write that script sir do, do not hope, even if he does write it i hope they tell him no hell no remember everything that's happened so far has been peacock's idea like, no, that's, the, that's the no. scary part so. Cast a bunch of Negroes and do the Carver family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, this has been the review of the A Very Salem Christmas movie. And this is the either first or second, depending on what order this comes out in, part of our season finale. We are taking a little bit of a hiatus and we will see y'all next year. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye.